That was a lot more upbeat, wasn't it, than my uh, angry, shitty one the other night, eh? Welcome, Nathan, from Supercoach Guns. How are you, mate? Oh, you manage to crack me up every time with these songs. Yeah, I know. I do get Some people are like, I don't know how you do it every time. Just they're they're catchy, they're stupid, they're about the round. And, hey, look, we did cover Munster there to fullback. So, I mean, he's the best 5'8 you can have, but I'll get you... Get yourself some extra points probably with him. He's probably your captain of all this week at fullback, surely, oh, if you owned him. Or at the very least, Vice. Oh, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it. There's going to be a captaincy option that I am absolutely all over. Yeah, but um, look, not without um, a couple of problems. Obviously, we know he's there because Meany's out. We'll cover that as well. But um, there's a few outs as... Um, some ins. There's a, a few things to talk about. Um, it's it's a week. Oh, look, I, I went down seven thousand spots. I'm in ten thousands and something. I don't even want to look at it. I went down seven thousand spots. I mean, oh, that's a friggin' huge drop for me. Um, I was in three thousandth and I was looking strong. So um, it's going to force my hand this week to fix up two big problem areas of mine. We'll talk about my trades and your trades later on. Um, you know, I was forced to do a, a, a boost when I didn't want to because Tohu was out. And then obviously I've had Utikamano as front row two and we know that the Tigers are on the bye. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to try to remedy a couple of problems that I've, I've had this week and we'll talk about that later, but let's go and have a look at the games, the ins, the outs for the teams, and we'll discuss. Um, we've got the Dolphins up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, on the Thursday night, probably a game... That's probably it's not not necessarily an absolute slam dunk win for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, is it? No, it's far from it actually, because the Dolphins just they just don't go away, do they? They're mm. rock solid. And I, I dare say that I reckon they probably have a little bit more resilience than uh, you know than the Rabbitohs. You know, you know that Wayne yeah. Bennett, who he's that's his understudy, so he probably knows him really well. Let's go through the lineups. Um, Edric Lee is um, out off the wing. Um, Jared Wallace is uh, going back to is, where is he? Is he in the bench? Oh, I know he's concussed. Oh, that's right, he's out. Oh, that's right. Um, and Pasomi Papawasi Falmasili as well gone. In is going to be Robert Jennings onto the wing to cover Edric. Um, Jesse Bromwich is back. That's a pretty big in the captain. Uh, and JJ Collins is going to come in on the bench. Um, Mark Nichols, he filled in really nicely actually last week for, it's a pity that the old Mark Nichols can't get better, 
minutes. I think his minutes probably be the same, wouldn't it, if he was starting <coughs> off, if, or if he was off the bench. But he was good last week. I think he just sort of stood up as the leader of the pack. He was good, but he's going to go back to the bench. Um, over to the Bunnies. Tane Milne is out. Um, and Tevita Totola, he's at a, we just got him back, and we were talking about him as maybe a little smoky option as an upgrade yeah. through Tikamato, and he's out again. Yeah. Um, but they do get some nice ins, which is Alex Johnston, after he served his HIA stuff, and Jai Arrow is back as well, um, which is a nice uh, entry back into it, um, uh, into that team. Because I, th- I felt like they've just been a little bit thin there, but I guess they're losing a big man into Tola, and they get... You know, they get a, a Jai Arrow back, which was obviously one in, one out. Um, I'm going to probably tip the bunnies in this. I, I think it'll be a closer one. I just noticed, I've noticed that the Dolphins, I mean, it was a good, good they, 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 that's it, they're plucky. But I just think that they have, are not as strong without a Shauno. So I think there's a bit of in, inexperience or just uh, inexperience on Katoa's side and hopelessness out of Nikarima. <laughs> you know, so I just think they just might... F- with the class of Cody Walker and, and stuff in there and, and Trell, I reckon they might just have a little bit too, mic- too much class for them. Yeah, I think I agree. I reckon we'll see the Rabbitohs get up and win this one. Uh, but, you know, you, you, never know. you can never rule, never rule out the Dolphins. For some yeah. reason, you just can't rule them out. Nah. Um, the next game is going to be another ripper. It's going to be Cronulla Sharks versus the Sydney Roosters. Um, at points bet um, for the uh, Cronulla Sharks, Toby Rudolph, unfortunately, is going to have an extended stint on the sideline. Uh, and Dale Finucane's out as well. Wade Graham is going to come back in on the bench, um, as is Oregon Kafusi uh, and Tom Hazelton as well. Um, over for the Roosters, Jake Turpin is out, Corey Allen out, Fletcher Baker out. Tedesco is back in after his HIA White um, and Lodge is back after his facial injury. Um, that's a big, big entry, a big in. I mean, they've been going mm. pretty well, the Roosters, but I think Lodge, they looked terrific last year as soon as Lodge sort of came into that team. He might take a, yeah. a little while to get his bearings because he's been out for a while, but um, uh, it is probably going to be a beneficial thing to them to get him back in and cracking away from now. Uh Drew Hutchinson, oh, sorry, and J- Joey Manu is obviously going to go from the fullback into the center, which is going to make Drew Hutchinson, which I, I-, I love these players that p- you- it was a dumb buy. Anyone who had Drew Hutchinson to start the year was dumb. But it's kind of like last, when Nico was at the um, Melbourne Storm, it did, it should never have kept going, but it just kept going with Nico. And he just keeps sort of falling ass backwards into decent, you know, for a week he gets a good role. Yeah. You know, um, but anyway, he's going back to the bench as a utility. Um, I think in this one, I'm going to tip the Chooks. I just reckon um, I haven't been as convinced by the, the Cronulla Sharks. Just Hamlin Newelli and Royce Hunt as their main front rowers. I just I just think they might lack a little bit in the old engine room. Teague Wilton and Nikora run a nice line. Um, you know, but I just think they might be I think I think the Roosters might just have a bit too much um in this one. Even though it's an away game, I wanna be tipping them. Yeah, I mean it's it comes from a biased perspective, but I know full well that the Chooks will try and barge straight through the middle of the Sharks. A weaker middle, I must say, less big minute middle forwards. They're solely reliant on Cameron McInnes now, 
a man who has been playing 30 or 35 minutes off the bench to play probably 60 minutes a lock. Yep. I don't think it's going to go well for them in that regard. And uh, I think the Roosters will get home, particularly with the return of Lodge. Yeah. Uh, now, what's the go with Radley? Did he get a charge? Has he got to go fight this charge uh, yeah, to be out of play? Fine. Oh, he, he got, got a fine. fine. Oh, yeah. Well, fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, moving on to the next one, we've got the Manly Ringa Seagulls up against the Melbourne Storm. Um, the b- Battle of Brookvale. Well, you know, I don't think it's going to be much of a battle, unfortunately, because they look like no. dog shit, the Manly Seagulls, in recent times. Uh, for the Manly Seagulls, um, we've got Ruben Garrick out, which stings because it stung me last week as well. Yeah, I played Alamotti. Yeah, I looped um, Cleary, so I got Warbrick, but that one, you know, they were, they were my errors, and this one was just an unfortunate one. I've got Garrick as well, yeah. so... I just had a wretched, unlucky round last uh, week, and it happens at times. I'm in 10,000th, and I, you know, one good round, if it can make me lose 7,000, one good round could get me back up, you know, to 3,000. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. But um, I was, Sorry. I was a bit shocked that you felt that 7,000 spots because when, what did you score? Oh, I don't know, 1,030 or something. Right. Well, I got revised up to eleven twenty, but I, I only I I scored I think pretty similarly to what you did in the end, and I I fell. Oh, yeah, I think spots. I got. To, I think I was a thousand and seventy actually. But anyway, I still that's what I lost. So I've gone yeah. and drop drop heaps. Um, Garrick is out. Carl Lawton can't catch a break. He's out. Sean Kepi's dropped out. So um, he wasn't really a cheapie that worked out for people, but he's dropped out of the squad, out of the out of the seventeen. Um, which that's is probably better, isn't it for people? Well, I don't know. I reckon it isn't because people will be picking him and saying, well, he's going to produce 40 to 45 when Stefano's not playing. No worries. Now he's just not playing. I don't get it. Is, it, is there something that we've missed? Well, I mean, you've got Woodsy comes into the 17. Uh, Bullymore's been good. KO Weeks has gone on the bench. And Sipley, you know, there's just he's, he's obviously just dropped in the pecking order. He's not really much. He's not... Not, not outstanding. Um, so, look, uh, Vega's going to come in on the wing uh, there. Um, and Aaron Woods is he's onto the bench, and so is uh, Sipley. Um, K.O. Weeks is going from 5'8 to the bench. Uh, and Cooper Johns um, is going to go bench to 5'8. So, they've switched that around. I obviously gave Weeks in one go at it for one week, and then it's back to um, Johns. Uh, let's go over to the Melbourne Storm. Nick Meany, who's been doing a terrific job. Uh, for them at fullback, I just uh, at the start of the year I was like, he's no um, Nico Hines. Well, he's, I still think he's not quite a Nico Hines, just because he probably doesn't have the talents of him. But I tell you what, he's better than serviceable. Mm, yeah, no, he's definitely an NRL fullback. So I don't reckon he'll stay past his current deal at the Storm just to play a backup fullback and a bit of wing every now and again. To be honest, yeah, I mean you've got all these, you've got drink water that goes up to the Cowboys and you know Pappenhausen when he's fit. You've got Meany now probably go off to better things. So did Nico Hines. Nico, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so Jonah Pezza is going to get another run. I warned people. I said it's a dumb play as well because you're only going to get the price rise for one week. Imagine if those people have got that price rise and, and, and then moved him on. Now he's back in for another game. He probably had a low break even. Or people have just kept him there and and, and envisioned this. The big stuff I put in the song there. Monster, Mad Dog. He's going to go from 5'8 to fullback. Yeah, I that, mean. That could be nice. I don't, I, I don't even need to reel out the numbers, but I think everyone knows that Cameron Munster at fullback is... is it's next level on Cameron Munster at 5'8. Yeah, well, since, you know, he's talking, come back, uh, well, since he's come back from the thumb injury... Um, he's been, he's looked terrific. He turned up last week. I think he's averaging eighty in the next best five eights, like in the sixties. He's twenty points the better, nearly. 
So put him yeah. in fullback, and we know he does even better stuff. I mean, look, we'll talk about captains and stuff in there, or we'll have a bit of a look at who we think is a good option, but it is an away game. Um, this is a big sort of grudge match, and I just think that I reckon Melbourne have really got got this one covered. I'm going to tip them. Yeah, um, just on Cameron Munster, I, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, I, I believe Cameron Munster averages 88, averaged 88 at fullback last year. Mm. So, so that's that shows how good... With, with of a prospect you've got, yeah. This if, weekend, if you own him, if you own him, and well, I mean, the only time it'd upset you if you owned him and Meany because you'd lose one, but you at least get Munster at fullback. But if you were just someone who only owned Munster, you get him to fullback. Well done, you get a nice Munster at fullback. I'm tipping the Storm. You reckon that the Seagulls can get up on this one? Oh, I wouldn't mind a competitive game on Friday night prime time, but I don't see it happening. Do you? No. Nah. What's the go with Schuster? Is he ever going to come back? I went a week early on him, and he's been out for friggin' ages. It gives me the shits. I believe he's being given a fitness test. Oh, yeah, he, you see him in the twenty-two. And if he's good to go. He will. He will be playing. Yeah, it's just rather than name him and then have to rule him out. Yeah, yep. I get you. I get you. He's in the twenty-two, so we'll have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, well, we're both tipping the Melbourne Storm Warriors here versus the North Queensland Cowboys. The news over there for the Warriors is Tamari Martin is out, unfortunately. That's going to be a little while. Wade Egan is out again as well under the Cat 1 sort of uh, HIA stuff. Mm. Um, it's going to be Freddie Lussick that comes into Hooker. I put it in the song. Tohu, he's back. Tohu. I did not notice while I was doing notes for the um, dual position that he's still pretty well owned. So people decided to hold him. It is a bit of a dead position front row. I was forced to go to Hass, and then this week I'm forced to move out with Tikamano. Uh, so I, I think resoundingly I can say I probably didn't have any luck or I, 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 I rode too close to the sun and I got burnt because relying on Uto as number two hasn't worked out. Um, but uh, he's back uh, for Tohu, and I think that's a big in for them. Moving on to the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, Brendan Elliott's going to go out. Griffin Neem, your man, gone. Oh, he's yeah. gone for a while, three months or something. Yeah, broke his throat. Yeah. So he's out for two months. And, well, just as I think I've solved everything there is to solve at front row, I'm now all of a sudden scrambling and just saying, oh, I'll just suck it up and play Murdoch Masilla. That's actually <laughs> what I've concluded yeah. this week. I've just, I'm sick of it. I'm going to improve my team elsewhere. Just cop Murdoch Masilla. But you own, and, so you've got Murdoch Masilla. Griffin Neem was like your front row too. Uh, well, I'll call it equal pegging him and Stefano. I had both. Oh, you've so got I still Stefano. Have Stefano. Radio. So when he's back, I've got, I'm back to a fully healthy front row. So it's just a yeah. one-week play for wow. Big Ben. Yeah, healthy and shit with you, Tigamar. Yeah. He's getting 30s. Um, all right, so Murray Tuolagi's a big in for them, as is Jeremiah Nanai. They've been pretty garbage, haven't they, the, the cows? Oh. Yeah, I mean... I mean, as an I'm, NRL fan, how nice is the viewing watching the hammer absolutely wristle them hard? Oh, it's like um, Penrith letting go of Matt Burton when they could have kept him and let go of Jerome Luai. Yeah. I'm still adamant to this day that Matt Burton will be the better 5-8 in the long run. Yeah, I'm maybe. still adamant to this day that maybe the hammer will be better than drink water in the long run. I'm pretty sure the Whisperer thinks that. I don't know, though. Yeah, well, he's doing pretty good at the, at the present time there under Wayne. I mean, you could you could do worse than have that an apprenticeship under Wayne, couldn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to tip in. This I think this will be a competitive one. Hey, eh? it's at uh, Mount. It's at Mount Smart. I'm going to tip the Warriors. Uh, just on the form that they've been in. I know the Warriors were a bit disappointing last week, but they have been good for the year. I think that the coach I saw the um, 
press conference at the end of the game, he's like, look, I felt like this one was coming. We got to get, we're getting Tohu back next week. We're going to go and reset, get back to the things that we've been doing well. And it's a home game, which I think is a bit of an advantage. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tip them. Yeah, no, I think it will be the Warriors that get this one. I, I am very pleased with how Jackson Ford's been going. Yeah. You know, yeah. scored a try last week. Even without the try, he's been, he's been pumping out some good numbers. Mm. And, um, yeah, no, the Warriors look like a much better team than what they were tipped to be in the preseason. And part of my good stuff I did last week was he was the one I took out to loop Cleary. So, good on you, Ada, you fucking idiot. Um, <clears throat> on, to the, on to the Newcastle Knights versus the Penrith Panthers. Um, this will probably be a, a Penrith win, you'd think, but it won't be as easy as... We all thought maybe at the start of the year because the Knights have been plucky. Although they've had a massive out, um, the captain, Jaden Braley. And how awful is it for this poor bugger? He's such a talented footy player and they deserve a bit more luck. I mean, look, we said that on Dewey as well. I, I, I mustn't have been too funny. I remember some stuff I talked about. Um, but yeah, it's a big out for them, um, Jaden Braley. Uh, and I think also the way that they're going to be covering it, I reckon, is going to be it's, you're going to feel the loss. But anyway, um, the ins are going to be Tyson Gamble into five eight, and Crossland, who was um, in five eight last week, is going to go and start at hooker. Obviously, we know that's going to be in a minute share, probably with one Kurt Man. Um, any more? That, that probably makes Crossland a bit more interesting, doesn't it? If he gets say. It's probably Sonny Luke again. Yeah. I probably I've gone Sonny Luke, but I and I prefer Sonny Luke in a better team. But um, yeah, it could be some yeah. there could be some dollars but, that he could grow for sure. Well, this is something interesting on Phoenix Crossland here. He has played two big minute games at hooker this season for forty four and forty nine. Yeah, not the worst. So it like it's a four. Oh, what is that even out to around a forty six forty seven average roughly? Yeah, um, two seventy four thousand. Yeah. If you've got Schuster in your five eight, you can downgrade on a second rower and bring in Phoenix Crossland. He should make a hundred, hundred and fifty. Yeah, well, that's what I'm sort of thinking. Some semi decent buy coverage. Yeah, hundred, hundred fifty, and when you got to sit Harry, you could probably play him, you know, pretty easily. Oh well, the issue is is that he's five eight half back. Oh, is he? Rightio. Okay, well, you can cover you in 5-8 yes. probably. Um, all right, let's move over to the Penrith Panthers. Uh, no changes. And isn't that nice when you're going for three-peat? Uh, everything's just going yeah. swimmingly over there for them. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to be tipping the Penrith Panthers in this one. So what about yourself? Um, I think definitely Penrith. I mean, it's, the sides are too good. Uh, and Newcastle without Jaden Braley, without Caelan Ponga, um, I understand they get Tyson Gamble back, but I just don't think they've got the quality of players to overcome uh, Penrith. Yeah, and they're, and they're warming up, aren't they, the, the Penrith yeah. Panthers, and one uh, Nathan Chin Cleary warming up as well. So uh, moving on, we've got the Gold Coast Titans versus the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, they'll be looking for a bounce back to the Broncos. Did they lose as well, the Titans? I don't know. Can't even remember. Um, Didn't watch any of the games apart from the, the Raiders versus the Broncos. No, they won. Oh, did they? They so, won the Titans. Right, yeah. So I think that the Broncos, you know, they're still on top of the ladder, aren't they? But um, they're going to want to yeah. get back in the winner's circle. For them, Flegler is out um, and Kobe Hetherington's going to come in on the bench uh, and Corey Jensen is going to go from the bench into the front row. Um well, on the Gold Coast side of things, um, Toby Sexton's going to jump out uh, and Kieran Foran's going to come back into 5'8". 
Uh, I thought he was pretty good, uh, old mate uh, Sexton. Yeah, no, he was really good. Um, I thought he was a shot at dethroning um, Hannah Boyd. Yeah. But that's... he wasn't even named in the reserves this week, so he must be injured in some in some capacity. Oh, right, yeah. Well, I'm going to tip the Broncos in this. I think they're going to bounce back nicely in this one. Yeah, agreed. Um, let's move it on to the Canberra Raiders against the St. George Dragons at uh, GIO there, coming off a nice win last week. The Raiders. Uh, is going to be out because he busted his head and he's no good to go. Brad Schneider's going to jump out as well. Um, and Peter Holler is um, out as well. It's going to be Kotrick coming back in on the wing. I think that's a nice back, back in as well. And same as uh, Jack Whiten as well coming into the 5A. Oh, and that's nice in there as well with Joseph Tuppany. Uh, Pasami Solo is going to go back to the bench because he started last week. Uh, Michaeli Ravalawa is out of the Dragons team. Molo's out as well. So Tell Tell Moga is going to go in on the wing, and Zane Musgrove is going to go into the front row. I'm going to tip the Raiders in this one. I think we there was it was a character building win last week. They're better than what they've been playing this year, but they it was a moxie type win. I think at home they're going to give the fans a win. This week against that Dragons outfit. Sounds good. Um, I, I guess I'll just I'll follow suit. We'll go the Raiders win. Nice. Uh, on to the Parramatta Eels versus the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Jack Murkji is going to jump out of the team. Uh, Junior Paulo is going to come back in. That's a nice big in. Uh, Wiramu Greg is going to go from the front row back to the bench. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, uh, we'll talk about players. Oh, we'll get that when we, we got our eye on and stuff. Do we do that? Lock them in and all that sort of stuff. We'll, we'll do yeah. that then. We'll talk about that stuff then. Um, look, for the uh, Canterbury Banks and Bulldogs, Josh Adokar is out. That's a big out for them. Harrison Edwards, Kurt Morin, um, Toppany and Hughes. In it's going to be Braden Burns. We were hoping for Skelton, weren't we? Um, as a nice, perfect little downgrade. Um, I was talking to the Whisperer. He's like, I hope it's not Skelton because that's going to give everyone an easy in for Hines just to downgrade one of those center wingers to Skelton and then get get the money they need for Hines. So it is makes it interesting for him to have to find it elsewhere. Tevita Pangai Jr. is going to come in as well for his first game of the season, which is terrific. He didn't play last week, did he? Nah. Uh, no, this is uh, first game. Yeah. First game. Uh, Viliami Kikau is back as well. Um, and Raymond Fatala Mariner in. Jaden Ockenbore is um, is he he's back in on the bench? Did he? Yeah. He, got, he got suspended, yeah. didn't he? Um, yeah, he did. Yep. So Ryan Sutton is going to go from the front row back to the bench. Um, Corey Woodell is going to go from the second row back to the bench. Um, what do we want in this? I'm, I reckon that just because it's at Combank, I'm going to probably say the Parramatta Eels in this. Well, I'm going to have to say Parramatta as well. They're back to their full strength forward pack, and um, unless Pangai can pull off some brilliance first game back. I think this will be a reasonably one-sided affair. Yep. Um, let's go and have a look at the most uh, traded in and out. We'll have a little bit of a discussion on that, our, our two cents. Whenever I go in here on this bloody thing, it, it's always got all the Broncos in there, and I have to refresh it. <laughs> Give me the shits. Good old Super Coach app. Um, look, the number one traded out player is Jermaine Hopgood. He it's such a sad thing, really, isn't it? Because we were hoping that he was going to stay at lock and Matto would play in the second row and we'd have this terrific cheapie that was a keeper. Um, yeah. But I think that that's the it's it's he's done, isn't he? You've got to sell him, or do you reckon you could just hold him for a week or two? He, he, he does offer buy coverage. What did he score last week coming off the bench? It was low 48, 48. and we had a 47 before that, so. 
He's got a 68. Um, oh, no. What has he got? What's his break even? I can't even see. 76. So you're going to start to lose money on him mm-hmm. most likely. So I agree with that one. Adam Dewey, we don't even need to talk about it. Poor old luck for him. I reckon you should have sold Dewey a while ago. Could have the Tigers and, and he was going. He's 522000 so with a little bit of extra money, oh, you know, you, I mean, I went dill bags and I would have preferred Munster. I probably think Munster's the guy who's going to finish 20 points better on average than everyone else. So you've got enough money to go Munster now that he's going to be playing at fullback. I know you're going to lose him for origin and everything, but, oh, you know, if you've got some ground to make. Tom Travojevic yeah. is number three on the list. Whoa, what whoa, 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 the hell? Let's nah, go nah, back nah, for nah, a nah, sound nah, effect nah. on that. Are you for real? You Are go. you for real, Supercoach players? 4,169 players are selling Tom Turbo. Look, last week, he, look, it was, he looked like he was um, hampered by the back, but he, he seemed to be comfortable enough in the second half score to try. Yeah, I why, mean... Why, why are you selling him? Because Luttrell had a good 150th. I guess that's why. I think that's the only thing I could, I could correlate it to. Look, um, Tom Travojevic yeah. is... He he's named to play this week. Yeah, it is a hard matchup against the Melbourne Storm. He's he, he's he's an absolute weapon of a player. He scored a hundred and six. Well, he scored two hundreds and a ninety seven for the year, and he played a game last week where he was hampered by injury. So the only reason you'd be doing it is if you truly believe that he's proper affected by that injury. And you want to flick him on, and you think that Latrell's now going to go on an up, up, upward trajectory. I know we were saying early doors that um, the this opposition doesn't make any difference to Latrell, but he hasn't been very good this year. Latrell, not Turbo, mm. as good as Turbo. No, definitely not. And oh, despite the temptation, Souths have a very hard run coming up, mm. and we're pro- you're probably going to see a, a reduction back to where he has been, Latrell. He scores. Yeah. So. I wouldn't do it. I just don't agree with it. Number four on the list is Stefano. We tick on 3,730. Look, we were waiting for us owners. We're waiting for the buy to get rid of him. And I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, he's I my front row too. Week. I would have done it this week if it wasn't for Griffin Neem being injured. Look. Because I was the one person that had impacted in the entirety yeah. of Supercoach. Look, he is meat and potatoes. And there was a try in there which made him go and get a 78. But otherwise, all the scores outside of that, I mean, a 38, a 48, a 41, a 43, a 37. And that, that really kind of says to me it's not an emergency sell. i got to sell him this week because I'd, I I could play Ben murdoch Basilla, and we know he's he's a yo-yo for a forward, isn't he? How weird is that? Mm-hmm. But he's not like a nanai yo-yo where it's a 30 or a, a 100. Ben murdoch Basilla no. is like it's a 50 or it's a 15 or 20. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, if he scores this week, I might just lose my throat. You know? <laughs> yeah. Look, um, I reckon you sell him. He He's going rat shit. Uh, well, boring, boring. Uh, and he's up against a 50 break even. He's on the buy, so it makes sense to me uh, to get rid of him. Um, moving on, we've got uh, Paul Alamotti. Now, Paul Alamotti had a terrible game last week score-wise. He was moved to the wing to cover Addo Carr. Um, no ball got to him there, and he doesn't really look like he's at home on the wing, personally. No. Back, obviously, into the centres this week. Um, look, he's... Yeah, it, it's it's been milder, hasn't it? We've had a... I thought he was on a good trajectory. It went 22, 48, 78. That was where it got... And then and now it's going down to the 41, a 40, and the 11. So, 
You reckon he's a sell? He's, he's got to be on the sell list, hasn't he? Because he's up yeah. against 60s now, 64 in his break even. I think you've got to move him on. Um, just whilst there's money in him, because otherwise you're looking at just carrying him for the whole season. Now, I'm sure he'll return to mid-40s in his scoring, but you're going to be losing probably 30, 40K whilst you're waiting for him to drop back down. Yeah. Drop that 11 from his break rolling average. Yeah, but what I will say on Alamotti is I would hold Alamotti over Warbrick. I reckon he's been way underwhelming as far as I'm concerned. More low ones in him than Alamotti. Uh, yeah. And look, Cam Pereira, he's got the ability of any, you know, he's got the low break even this week as well. But I, I still think you can move him as well because I don't think you, you have no intention of keeping him all year. And there's too many absolute floor, total floor, bottom um, bad scores yeah. out of him as well. So make your trades. If you've got to get a good player in there, sell Alamotti, sell Warbrick, sell Cam Pereira if you need to. I've got no problems with it. So let's move on. Wade Egan, I reckon you can. He's nearly 600K. Uh, we, yeah. he's, oh. he's been a try scorer. I don't know if you want to hold another week, do you? Um, he's break-evens at 99 now because of the, the limited uh, game time. So I reckon you just jump now because he's been a terrific buy for you, I reckon. Yeah. You move on no. and you make it a success. Yeah. And also, he's, it's his second concussion in, like, seven weeks. He's probably going to miss. It's a multi-week absence for sure. Mm. I can tell you that much. If if we get a bit of confirmation that he's out indefinitely or what have you, mm. then Freddie Lutzik becomes a little bit more interesting for an Egan owner. Mm. But I think for now, you just say, all right, we'll sell him to, I, I re- honestly, Sonny Luke or Ray Stone. Because yeah. particularly Ray Stone's caught my eye a little bit. Because if there is a hooker option that emerges, like say Sonny Luke starts ends up starting or plays sixty minutes, or for example Freddie Lussick or Brendan Hands earn bigger roles consistently, then you can move Stone to second row. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't mind it. Um, number seven on this is Ruben Garrick. I mean. I mean, I, I got Garrick, and once I got Garrick, I was like, I'm keeping him for the rest of the year. Yes, we got an eight last year, uh, week because he got knocked out, um, and his break-even is 130, so he stands to lose money. But he's only going to lose money if you weren't bringing him in as a top-four centre winger that you wanted to finish the year on. So I just feel like it's – I'm going to look at who people are bringing in. It's going to be a sideways move. I'm sure that the people who are, are selling Garrick now – Got Garrick thinking they were gonna. He was a premium center winger to hold for the rest of the year. So yeah. if that was the reason you got him, why are you moving him now? The break even means nothing. Yeah, he's off this. You lose a week. Yeah, I mean, I actually I can't defend the sell. That's for sure. And particularly when you look at his draw, he's got round eight. He's got the Tigers. Round nine, he's got the Titans. Yeah. Even if Manly aren't that bad, the one thing they can do is put points on. That's the one thing they will do against those two teams. Yeah. So, now, I mean, Ruben. He have a break. Yeah, he's got a huge break even, but he's averaging 70 with an 8 in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how good he is. 110, 82, 71, 81. Forget yeah, the knockout so game. So Forget that. Those scores, it's, you are going to get hurt. If you sell Garrick, it's going to hurt you. I promise. It, it's going to hurt you because people are using Marju to buy Garrick. Now, they will. They will de- people who don't own Garrick, 
are going to be laughing now because they've got Marju. They're going to get a hundred grand out of taking Marju to Garrick next week or something yeah. like yeah. that. But like, it's a massive punt to play to assume that you know Marju will be will eventually be worth more money than Garrick. If you've done it fair play, you very well done. Yeah, well, Marju's um, going up. His break even is probably achievable. But I mean, I would not put one hundred and thirty past Garrick next week. Uh, with their I matchup, um, Josh yeah. Adokar, I'm surprised how owned he was, but um, you got to move him on. He's got a, a, an injury that's going to keep you out for a while. Yeah. Uh, number because nine on the list. Oh, sorry, yeah. No, no, no. I haven't got much to add. Enough. A uh, number nine on the list is Warbrick. Um, Three point two percent of people getting rid of him. He's sort of, you know, get, he's had he got a break even a forty eight. Um, and his top score for the year was an eighty eight. Everything out well, and then went into a fifty eight. We've got a 16 and a 14 in there. Do you reckon – who, who would you hold out of Warbrick and um, Alamotti? They're both sort of same ballpark kind of money. Well, I've actually had a rendition of my team where I've sold both one, the other, and none. Yeah. So I'm not actually certain yet. Mm. I, I think based off my hunch, it's Paul Alamotti that goes. Mm. I understand that the scoring's better, but right now, another big score from Will Rawbrick against Manly, who have been pretty poor defensively. Mm. And if I'm not mistaken, yes, I'm not mistaken, he's running at Ray Vega this week, who's just who's a rookie, and I don't think he's a very good defender, hence why you haven't seen much of him in the NRL. Yeah, so, well, I think Kickow back in there t- to their uh, that left edge as well is pretty good. I mean, you obviously lose um, the Fox, but Kickow's back this week, and yeah. he, he be every all those centers outside of Kickow do well. Um, so well, I'm interested anyway. Was, we know that Braden Burns is a center, right? Mm. On the off chance, and it would be some miracle that they name Braden Burns in the wing, or when they they play Braden Burns in the centers and Alamotti's on the wing. Well, you're going to be in for a very low score because he doesn't go looking for the ball. He he's not a great finisher. He's a bit too big to be a winger. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. Oh, what's his name uh, in the centers over the other side? I reckon would be better Avarillo. as a winger. Avrilo's got some speed and you know pace. Yeah, I'll. I'll it could still happen, actually, in all honesty. Yeah, I just don't think Alamotti can go on the wing. But, yeah, that is something to take into consideration because as soon as that happened last week, it absolutely screwed him. Uh, number 10 is Khan Pereira. He's been a good cheapie, actually. He's made 241000 uh, in total. He's got a break-even of five. So um, he's up against the Broncos. There are little whispers that he's might be, I don't know, his position might be in, in worry from JoJo. I don't think it is. I think it's just people nervous because they can't watch yep. can't Pereira play, which is fair enough. But he actually, he himself, in an NRL perspective, as you, as you said on Sunday, Addo, had a good game. Mm. You know, he made a lot less errors than what he's usually made. Um, yeah, he still made two errors, but he was making three to four a game pre- yep. in previous weeks. So I'm not worried about him. I'm hoping he can cross the try for a lot, cross the line for a try or two. Yeah, well, and see, I mean, this is this, that break even. yeah. This is my problem with him. He got a forty that was with a try. He got a sixty-five that was with two tries, and the one seventeen was with two tries. If there's no tries, you're going to get single digits off this guy, and that's a <laughs> yeah. lot to be expecting. Like, if he just has a trialless game, uh, you're screwed. And uh, like, I just I go well. He, at the moment, he's made 241. You could hold him for another couple, probably. If he goes out and even gets 10 next week, he's going to cover his break even. It probably gets a, a, you know, that might be the time to move him then. Or if he has a half decent, he gets one try and gets a 40, he'll still keep going. But for me, um, it depends what you want to do. If, if, you, if he's money now gets mm. you to a, something that you want, 
oh, he's not somebody that you're going to want to hold all year long. Yeah. Let's say Cam Pereira scores a try and gets to, I don't know, 50 points, right? He will go up to around 480000 bucks. But then all of a sudden, his break-even balloons to 85. Mm. That's according to the projected stats on Supercoach. Yeah. So he's probably a hold for one more week. And then you pair him with, I don't know, whichever winger you don't, you didn't, whichever centre wing you didn't sell out of Alamotti Warbrick and um, have a crack at getting in another gun centre wing. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I guess that's how I'm saying it then. I reckon Alamotti probably is the number one. I think Warbrick... With that, the way that the the um, Manly Seagulls have been playing, and and look, they are a, a better team. So the Melbourne Storm, and when their attack is singing, I reckon there could be some tries. I, I, and that's I feel confident about that. Um, and I probably put Cam Pereira last just because the simple fact of the matter is he's got a, a five break even, which is the best of all of them. When it comes to BE, now let's go to the traded in. We'll find out some answers here on all the um, cells. Number one on the list for people to bring in is Nico Hines. Um, 9.7%. That's actually a decent enough number. 6,000 players. So people did probably sell Nico for his buy, get Cleary, which was probably a good move. And now they're getting him back in. Or or people who didn't have him and were waiting for after the buy are now getting him in. Yeah, no, I, I you, you do need Nico in your final team. So if you trade in Nico Hines, no matter as long as it's not clear or turbo out, you mm. can't knock a trade of Nico Hines in. Yeah, well, I just hope that it's not selling turbo and and who are they? You know, Cleary. Yeah, so I don't like that. Um, but I like the trade in of Nico for sure. Number yeah. two is Sonny Luke on there. Maybe they're doing a um, Wade Egan down to Luke to make some good money for an upgrade, and I don't mind that because he he's um, been pretty good, Sonny Luke. I reckon he obviously had those um, the knock. You know, he's had a HIA for the nine. We had a fifty nine, a twenty nine, and a fifty nine. So I think he could be more like a. 50s um, type scorer and I don't mind it as a downgrade because there's actually not heaps in there really you, you go with a premium and one of these guys and I reckon he's already made 36,000 Sonny Luke he's up against a 17 break even this week so I think he'll have that nicely covered so I, I can support it um, look Cody Walker is next on the list um, he is being traded in by 4% of people and he is just quietly putting together a pretty nice season he's Made um, 62K for the year. Um, last week was 132. Do you think it's chasing? I, I feel like for the last three weeks, he's been very good. 80, 76 yeah. into this 132. He's up against the Dolphins this week, which isn't the worst game for this week, but the, the game's after that. Penrith Panthers, Broncos, Melbourne Storm. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm hoping that he may, he spoils the opportunity with his zero break-even this week, pumps out a 50 or something like that. The break-even goes up to around, I don't know, 40 or 50, and then he's got Penrith. Then it might balloon to 90 or 100 against Brisbane, and then you start losing 70, 80K when you're versing Broncos, Penrith, and Melbourne. And then you come into the near-origin period, round 11. He's got West Tigers, Parramatta, Canberra, Titans, Dragons, North Queensland. Bulldogs. It's when I want Cody Walker from round 11 onwards. I want Dylan Brown and Cody Walker. Yeah. And and the thing is, Munster's 820. So, you know, people are selling Dewey. You've got to find a lot of money to go to Munster. You don't have to find as much um, to get to Cody Walker. 140, isn't it? Yeah. 140K between them. Cameron Munster's the next on the list, 820,000. I mean, how can you tell anybody not to get Cameron Munster? He's Mm. a weapon and he's going to be playing fullback this week. 
I, I try and find a way, but I'd be wasting my time. So I can't get him because I haven't. I've budgeted and I've gone with dill bags. And yeah, I wish I'd gone with Munster in a way. It's the Dylan Brown's the smarter long term play, and Cameron Munster's the big upside short term play. Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Because you're probably not going to hold Munster over Origin, whereas Dylan Brown's going to be playing every single buy round. He's going to be very good in coverage for you. So I'm not disappointed with the decision yet. Yep. Uh, number five on the list is Jared Croker. Wow. Yeah. Uh, no, no. You don't like it? Because, well, Sebastian Chris is at fullback. He's going to stay in the 17, maybe. Um, and then who's going to drop out? Not Matt Timmercall, because he's been playing brilliantly this year. And the two wingers, Rapana and Kotrick, they're not going to lose their spots. Croker, I don't like it at all. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's the thing. When, I think he's due back round... I thought he was... I, I believe seven, eight. New South Wales Cup yeah. this week. Yep, so I think he's due back very soon. Um, yeah, people are obviously looking for... They're downgrading to get these big pieces in. I just think... Look, um, in my case, it's been... I went with Remus, you know, and he's a safe 30, which is... It stinks, doesn't it, really? But I'm not going to go, hey, he's Dunster, and I'm just going to do a downgrade that's scoring the same average as the other ones, you know, Remus for a 30-pointer. Or I can bring down and go in a second rower if there's a uh, Couchman. He, he's off the bench there for yeah, the Dragons. I Couchman's your guy. Yeah, I like... He got 55 in 51 minutes. Yeah, I like the look of him. So that could be an option for me as well. Um, but I'll have a think about that. Number six on the list uh, is Nathan Cleary. He's just made 100K. He cost you an absolute fortune. He's nearly 900K. Uh, so, you know, if that's 3% of people bringing him in. But... You might as well do it because he's up against the minus nine. So if you don't do it now, you're screwed. Yeah. I don't envy people who sold Cleary to get Hines and now they've got to scramble to get Cleary back in. Yeah. Um, num- <laughs> yeah it's, I mean, I'm, I've got them both and I'm, I'm, it's something I don't envy. Number seven on the list is Tom Gilbert. He's been exceptional, really, I think, this year. He's very solid. And then when he gets... Because he can he find his way to the try line and stuff. 49, 81, 70, 45, 45, 106 last week. Um, he's, he's, he's a good front row too, isn't he? Yeah, even at front row one. Yep. Like, he's probably better than Welch. And he's playing massive minutes a lot. Yeah, I think he's in second or third on the on the averages in front row. Yeah. Um, number eight on the list is Chan's Nickel Clockstar. He's been really good, and I think he was a good pick. That was why he was so popular to start the year. He did spook some people when he had the HIA game and got a 13. But he's been 48, 74, 92 since. He's averaging yeah. for the year now. Well, he's averaging 59. Point four, but if you take out the game uh, where he got the HIA, he's averaging like 65. He's averaging 71, would you believe? Oh, is he? After last week? Oh, because he turned up, didn't he? Oh, he went close to a ton yep. last week. So, yeah, he is mm. doing really well. Yeah. So he is, in my opinion, the solution to all your center wing problems this week. Yes. There is $70,000 difference between Warbrick and Chancellor Clockstar. Yep. Who's not making that trade? Yeah. I'm making it, so I'm getting chance. I'm getting chance in. Same here. You see, that's yeah, the other thing same. too. He's up against the minus minus twenty two break even, so financially yeah. it's a good move as well. And I'm going to support it. Number nine yeah. on the list is Josh Schuster. Why are people bringing him in? I mean, he's got a fitness test. He's in the outer squad. Are people just making money? They're getting rid of Dewey or something? Like, I mean, but if yeah, they're going probably. to if they're going to Schuster, who's their other other five eight? Are they going to play Catella or something? Um. 
No, well, they could have. No, I guess he could be in the second row, couldn't he? Mm. Well, because who's a pop- Hopgood to Schuster? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. People probably, probably still down. Look, he is going to come back in eventually. He's going to start playing. Um, yeah. Number 10 on the list is uh, Jermaine Osako. Now, I've had to eat my words on him. He's been terrific. He's got 652000 now. He's made 269000 for the year. He is also yeah. up against a minus 22 break even uh, this week. So can you actually talk anyone out of getting him? I know. I, I, I genuine, genuinely don't think he'll finish in the top 10 center wings for the season just because I, I just think the trials will dry up and maybe the Dolphins decline as the season goes on. But I don't think he'll Go. finish in the top 10 center wings, but he's certainly putting out some good numbers now. And his price could continue to sort of skyrocket. Yeah, minus 22 this week. Um, you just get on and, you know, people are, like you said, people might be doing Garrick to Jermaine Hazaka or Damaju banking some cash um, and then making money so that they go past Garrick's price after he drops a bit from his 130 break-even, and then they it's a good transaction. But I don't care to trade. I mean, look, they always say, I just pick my guns that I... If I've been saving money to bring in someone, when I bring them in, I'm like, don't get rid of them. Usually when I say goodbye to a player, I, I get rid of them for good. I sold Welch. I wasn't going to bring him back into my team. I haven't sold anyone that I've brought back in Really? And, I mean, that might be the case for some people this week with Chan's nickel clock stab. Um, now, let's go on to this. Oh, right. He's a must-have. <laughs> Who's your must-have this week? I, I could guess, but I just based on what we've chatted, but you, you, you hit me with a, a must-have for this week. All right. How about we say the player on three and let's see if we're correct, okay? Okay. One, two, three. Chance. Chance, Nicholas. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think well you, done. I think you get in chance because um, one of the points I, I write the, the 10 things we learnt from last week for, for the dual position. And one thing I think we've learnt is that some of our deficiencies in our team are becoming, they're starting to hurt us. I think those people mm. that went like Utikamano as front row two are starting to get hurt now. And I think people who went one gun in the centre wing are having to play Taruva, Warbrick, um, Camparera, and it's just too much of a lottery. So, I mean, even I was on three guns and having to play one of them is killing me. So I wanted to get somebody like a chance in who's safe, solid scoring um, for me. And and financially, it's a good move as well because he's got the neg break even. Then I'm going to have four bankable center wingers and I, I can keep the reserves off all the others and just hope that the money keeps moving on or if I ever have to play them. That's why I don't mind Remus because... If I've got one of the others on a buy or one gets a HIA and misses out, um, I can play Remus for a 30 if I have to, you know? Yeah, I do understand. But don't you, aren't you going to get that same, oh, I suppose you're getting the money out of it. Yeah, I'm getting the money. I'm getting heaps of money out of it. Yeah, the money to yeah. upgrade um, Utikamano to my player I'm bringing in. So it is a transaction. Oh, you're, to fr- br- you're bringing Gilbert, aren't I you? am. Yeah, but we there haven't we got go. to those straight. We haven't got to those. So I think Shards is probably the one I like. Um, look, I don't. I, I reckon it as well in there on on sort of break even type games. Um, you know, I don't mind bringing in um, Izako as well. I like. I agree with you. I don't think it's going to go for the rest of the year. But the, at the moment, you play the game of while he continues making money and scoring well. I'm getting flogged by these people who own Izako and bloody the hammer. And I just go, yeah. I'm waiting for the bubble to burst. Uh, obviously, if, it- if you don't have Heinz and you don't, I mean, I reckon. Must have if you do not own Nathan Cleary this week and he is 
starting to warm up. You're, and he's got that minus break even. If you do not get Nathan Cleary now, I just can't see you being able to get him again. Yeah. And no, Hines for that matter as well because Hines has got a minus yeah. three. Or, you know, he's break even zero. Yeah, exactly. So you have to get those guys. You have to get them. Yeah, you do. Yep. He's a must have. Oh, we, there we go. We, that's, we covered that. I pressed the button after. What about this? Antipod. Who are we going to antipod? Hmm. Well. Jared Croker. Jared. Croaks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like the bloke, so I hope he plays well and keeps his spot. But I'm, I'm anti. I'm against bringing him in. Two weeks early before his price rise, essentially. Yeah. He's got the buy next rate week, so he's not going to change in value. I think he's around nine trading, not around seven trading. Um, but no, my antipod, I'm going to have to death ride him again. I hated it last week. Greg Marju. <laughs> Greg Marju. I was like telling people, I couldn't afford him, and I was, so I death, death rode him, and <laughs> he still scored two tries. Well, they're coming up against a hard, hard draw now, so let's see if Shortly it, now, right? Yeah, let's see if Surely he winds down. Oh, I bloody hope so. But it was still, still a great move by everybody that did it. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? We're going to talk about our trades, I guess, for the week, um, who we're sort of looking at moving on and who we're bringing in. I'll go first if you like. Yep, go for it. Um, obviously, the problem with uh, Utikamano at my front row too, I want to go up to Gilbert, who's been going terrifically well. Then I'll have a front row of Hass and Gilbert. I like that. Um, so oh. I've had to make a little bit of money off that transaction, and that is where I've sold... Um, I think I, I, so far, I think I've sold Khan Pereira and um, Warbrick to get the money. I've gone down to Remus and Chans. So Remus and Chans and Gilbert for you know, Itikamano, uh, Khan Pereira and, War, uh, and Alamotti, whatever. We went for I decide. One of those. Did you have a lot of spare money left over? Uh, like 90K, I think. And how much do you have left over now? Uh, twenty something, twenty thirty. Oh, okay, yeah, that's why I, that I was because I was like, well, let's see if I can try that, and then I realised, oh, I'm I'm still fifty sixty k short. Yeah, so so that's where. Oh. Yeah, so I've just um, had to make some money for my upgrade of Utikamano. I'm just going to sell one of those dispensable pieces in War. I see all of them as dispensable. Warbrick, um, Alamotti, Camperera. I mean, look, even Taruva, but I've decided I'm going to hold Taruva. Um, yeah, I, and and um, I don't mind him. I don't mind. I reckon this, if he gets a try, it's going to be 80 because he's got a pretty decent base. I know he hasn't done that every game, but I just it passes the eye test for me. Yeah. Um, how adverse are you? Because it's been a question that I've seen a lot, and I think one I've pondered myself. How adverse are you to a nothing as center wings? Well, I mean, at the moment, I've got one already in Willie Army because he's out with this calf injury for frigging ever. It so I can't. hasn't hurt you yet, has it? No, it has not hurt me yet. Um I just don't want to add another one in there because I've got um, him and Schuster who are to potentially plays, so they're not a true enough, but um, I'm not going to be adding another one to the pile. <laughs> I want to see Schuster and bloody Willie Army play. So, um, oh, look, I'm just that's that's what I want to do. Look, I mean, I've seen the Bur- some people bringing in Bur- uh, Burbo just as for a dual second row centre winger or something like that because they've got Lumilu or something. Um, but it's not for me. I just reckon, like I said, it's a bit of an insurance blanket, and it, it is. It's no frills, Remus. I think people who probably own Remus think it's a, it's a. They don't love it. He, he, yeah, he, he, he yeah. He's probably had a. a he, I think he's had a break even that is just what he gets every week, and I don't think you're going to make money off him. But I think you can just have him sit there all the time, and I don't think he's going to get AE nightmares. He's going to be a thirty. So when you put that into your equation, you'll you'll take a thirty most weeks, and um, yeah. 
you know, if you have to on a stretch play in because you've got others out, you'll get a 30. Sorry, whilst you were going through that, I've just discovered something that, and it, it must be fate because I, I've finished with the zero dollars remaining. Yeah, don't you love when that happens? <clears throat> Griffin Neen, Alamotti and Warbrick out, Nickel Cookstar, Jack Howarth, and Tavita Pangai Jr. in. Oh, gonna go straight on TPJ. It, oh, it could it could kill me. Don't get me wrong. Does he cost the same but, as Gilbert? Like get, get, get Gilbert he's instead. 50K, no, I have zero dollars remaining. He's oh, 50K left. oh, is he? Okay, fair enough. Oh, well, if Himmel, can... Himmel Collins and Pangai doesn't play Oregon. Oh, I'll take TPJ. All right. Well, so, I mean, look, is that what you're going to do for now? I mean, when it, I think it's Kismet when it starts on um, on a zero. All right, well, let's wrap this bad boy up. Um, let's talk VCs and Cs. I had a bit of a look at it, um, and it kind of, you know, it's, it's not easy, easy this week, I reckon, for VCs and Cs, but let me know your thoughts. Yep. Uh, well, the VC I found a lot harder than the C. I think my vice captain will be Harry Grant against Manly. I could see him cracking a tongue and then, you know, uh, potentially reaching that ceiling that we know he has of around 140, 150, in which case I'll be a very happy boy. Um, captain is very clearly going to be on Nathan Cleary against the Newcastle Knights. Can't see that going badly at all. You? Yeah, look, I think, I mean, I was, I didn't go Dillbags last week. I went and looped Cleary, but I feel like having the captain on him is the better safe thing. Like if your VC doesn't go large enough, you know, rather than having to loop him in and get a wall brick, you know, whatever, one of those ones. So I think for me, um, I don't know, I reckon at home, it's a, it's a real tough matchup, isn't it, against um, the Chooks and they're in form. But Nico at home is pretty good, um, coming off a bit of a rest. And we know he's got a ceiling on him. Um, or um, I, I just feel like I want to, might as well have a, have, a, have a little flutter at someone who can get a 150. So it'll either be him or, or Turbo. I know Turbo's hampered by the, the back, so I think it might just be my prince, wet-haired Nico, um, to forget about who the opposition is, that Nico can just accumulate points at home up against the, the Jooks. So who's your captain then? Cleary. How I can't do Heinz. Oh fuck! I just didn't work that out. All right, well I'll go. Uh, oh, who cares? I'll go. I'll go. Uh, turbo. Let's do Turbo into Turbo oh, in Turbo like. into uh, Cleary. Quick thought: Collins or Pangai? <sighs> I don't like Collins now that Lodge is back in. You yeah. know, and that I just so that's, and you wouldn't go big red because Ricky Roulette. Yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't. See, this is where I keep coming back to it. There's unless I'm going with a super ballsy playing Pangai, which I don't think's the guy. I think it's Welch to Pangai in two rounds if he's performing. I don't think it's Pangai now. I reckon I'm just going to stick with Big Ben, don't you? Yeah, I think you might as well. I mean, for me, like I, I'm able to get Utikamano out, who's doing milder scores, and I just don't like playing him into Gilbert. It helps me for this week and probably moving forward as well. I reckon so. Um, I've got two strong front rowers in there, and then I'm relying on a Ben if I have to, you know, um, outside of that. So for me, I'm now just tidying up two strong options as my main front rowers, and I needed to do that, I reckon, um, and, and particularly because the Tigers are on the bye. Uh, and look, I wanted to get Chance in there because that way now I can have four solid picks every week. Yeah, I'd love to have a Lockie Miller in there. Yeah, I'd love if my fourth was a Maju. You know, um, those people who've got four sort of really strong, reliable center wingers, I think that that's it. If I can just sew up the front row now, my, my starting front rowers and my starting four center wingers is, is going to make me feel a lot more secure moving forward. I've got to sort of try to 
put some solid weeks again, even if I just sort of scrap my way away at the at the, the ranks again um, after my Barry last week. Oh, what a Barry. Gives me the shits. But anyway, Nathan, thanks so much for jumping on. Uh, good luck, everybody, this week with your trade-ins and um, your trade-outs. Hopefully you don't get too burnt. And hopefully we just get some good luck, eh? Fingers crossed. I mean, no Garrick's and that getting knocked out and then have to sit out the next week. I mean... Poor old Wade Egan ones. The people would could have ridden him for longer, I guess, but that's just the nature of the NRL at the moment. It's made it interesting for Supercoach, making me have to burn all these bloody um, boosts. I'm saving trades, though, but I'm having to use boosts because I'm having to put out fires the week after that are unexpected fires. Because I would have had Garrick this week, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, uh, super coach, eh? Yeah. Well, we love the game, but sometimes we hate it. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right, mate. Well, uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having me on. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. Oh, my goodness. You won't.